Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 227, Boy Strokes Girl. In this week's episode, we're our usual jolly selves. JFG Ash goes on about Gears 5 a bit much. JFG Alex doesn't like the sloth. Fuck them. There's some good ranting. Bloody, bloody. And finally, you are on the show. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. Hello. This is episode 227. My name is Alex, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. You might have heard him just then. Hey, buddy. How are you doing there? <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, as always, feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Sparkling <laughs> thoughts give me the hope to go on. Uh, I'm glad it's a Wednesday today because that means it's time for podcasting. And, I like to podcast. And also live streaming that podcast on the internet where you can find it at, at wherever it is, twitch.tv forward slash JFG podcast. Or if you need any links or assistance YouTube. there, then yeah. you can just head to www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all there for you. But yeah, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTubes, and yeah. uh, we've abandoned Mixer as yeah, well we should. Yeah, Pro. As has everyone except Ninja. Yeah. So... Uh, it's the Ninja channel now, and we've no business being on there. No, so, not really. Uh, and uh, just to that. let you know, this week's podcast is sponsored by us because we're on it. And we're uh, on the we're podcast. the JFG podcast. Yeah, so uh, you're yep. welcome. Enjoy the show. Uh, now back to normality, I guess. Uh, my week's been pretty shit, I guess. Not well, not much has happened. Just don't bother then. I mean, I've got I've I've made some notes, so I probably should <laughs> I mean, talk about it. I don't. I mean, I don't have to. <laughs> You're cool, buddy. <laughs> what do you think? My my four bullet points there, you know. I'll b- deliver them, buddy. Like fucking out of a straight out a Tommy gun. Okay. Just, uh, brat, brat. Like that. Is that yeah. how? And that's more like an Uzi, I guess, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. I've had a couple of nights off gaming this week, like last night and the night before, like Monday night. Yeah. I just went downstairs and fell asleep on the sofa. I was a bit sleepy. You know, <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't like do anything else. You just went to sleep. <laughs> okay, buddy. Was a, I was a, Good I'm stuff. having a bit of sleep, and last yeah. night, um, I was fucking about with our streaming chat because if you haven't noticed, I've been live streaming a lot of Gears Five recently, pretty much nearly every night, which is a bit intense. Um, and. Our chat was looking all right. I was like, yeah, that's good. But it can be better with my, you know, coding skills. So I've made Ninja. it better. I've made it better now. So it flashes different colors after a certain amount of time. There's, Ooh. yeah, exactly. And then it changes the the opacity or as normal people would say, opacity of it um, after like 45 seconds. So then it goes more see-through, more opaque. Ooh. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, can, so you know, you can see more of the screen. 
And, you know, this isn't some, like, standard shit that you just rip off the internet. This, this came straight out of the brain. You know? No one else has written this stuff, just me. It's fucking just bossed it, basically. I'm, I'm not and saying uh, that anyone couldn't do this. Like, literally millions of people could do this. It's not very hard. But it took me a few hours to get it just right how I want it. And, yeah, it's it's nice now. I like it. It looks well, either it way, fresh. Buddy, You've, you've made things decidedly more premium, I would say. Exactly. Premium you content know. from the JFG. So, I feel like we you know. do quite premium stuff on our channel, you know. Obviously, oh, apart yeah. from the content, that's just shit. Oh, but, the content's know. like fucking liquid turd droppings, yeah. but the, the, the way that it's presented to yeah, you... Yeah, the presentation, is, uh, you know, it's deceiving. You think, this looks really good, but, yeah. you know... And, and then it just isn't. It's not. And that's and why, that's the selling why point, people don't USP stick there, around. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice. But hey-ho. Uh, also, <laughs> obviously, at work I've been co- coding my balls off. I'm nearly finished. I don't think I've ever spoken about this, like the project that we've been working on for the past couple of months. Uh, so at work we have like a, an information channel for the prisoners in their cells on the TV. And it just gives them all information about the prison and, you know, don't be naughty, pretty much. Um, yeah, be a good boy. Yeah. Stroke girl. Yeah. Mainly boy. Yeah, Stroke Girls, yeah. Boy yeah. Strokes Girl. Bam. Great name for a yeah. band. Like it. Excellent. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, and uh, it was run on a PowerPoint, and I was like, PowerPoint's really shit. How about we just make our own database, and then we'll make it slow show. It'll be like a big slideshow, but then also it'll have, like, movie times, because we run, like, movie channels and stuff like that. So it'll give them all like the updated times and yeah, we've nearly finished it. It's been a mammoth project of like we've never I've never built a database before um using PHP. Um only like a real basic one. But uh with this we made our own like content management system as well. So you can edit it all like in the back end of it, like on a web page and it all given. So uh, yeah, it's been fucking interesting. But a lot of work. My next project is asset management. So, you know, when you've got like a million video clips and two billion pictures and stuff like that, and they're just all over the place. Yeah, next project is build something where we can sort that and tag it and categorize it and shit. So I'm looking forward to that slash. Very nice too. Not really, but... (laughs) It pays the bills, apparently. I, to be honest, like it's pretty sweet at work because I'm like, I've got an idea. Yeah, how about we build this? And they're like, that sounds fucking asash. I'm like, sweet. I can just fucking. This is just me saying stuff, and they're letting me get away with it. Really, I'm like, yeah, we need to build this, and ah, uh, I don't know how long it's, it's going to take. Quite a while, so yeah, I just, I'm just going to build it, and it'll be all right, kind of thing. So I, I mean, if you've got any ideas of stuff that I can build, guys. You know, I'd I'd like it because I one day I'm going to run out of these ideas uh, of ways to waste time at work, building pointless <laughs> crap and getting paid for it. So yeah, any any thoughts would be, yeah, be get on helpful. the Discord and give him some give him oh, some oh, cheeky tips. Well, we've got That'd a Discord. Nice. Wow, we've got a Discord. Yeah, uh, well done. Is that because we're the JFG podcast and we sponsored this episode? 
Yeah, we're the sponsors, so we're mm. kind of on brand this evening, more so nice. than you would normally expect. Yeah, yeah. we're going to plug the shit out of our show, even though this is the show that we're plugging. This is the show. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's isn't that a bit weird, promoting yourself on your own show? I guess uh, it's not. It's really. thoroughly pointless. It's as if we've completely missed the whole point of advertising. Yeah, but, I don't uh, really get it. But nevertheless. Hey, anyway, you know, that's two of my four points down. Um, Saturday was a great day. I mean, the wife was ill. That wasn't great. So I had the kids. <laughs> so, uh, she's like laying in bed for a few hours in the afternoon. I was like, I'm bored. Uh, let's go on a little fucking adventure. And so <laughs> got the bikes out. We just went out, found a park, park number one done, got back on the bikes, park number two done. Then I was like, there's the pub there. Let's have some dinner. So it was a two park and then a dinner at the pub. Saturday. Two park, one pub. Yeah, exactly. It there was it was a great time. Kids loved the bike ride. Obviously, I had to phone the missus and be like, you need to come here because there's food and I've had a couple of beers. So I need picking up and I can't be asked to walk back with these kids on their bikes. She was all yep. right with it because she came and got some grub. And some wine. Obviously not a lot of wine. She was driving. Don't want to be irresponsible like that, you know, with the kids about. No, it'd be chaos. It would be. It'd be silly. Reckless, you could say. So Saturday was a good day. Uh, Sunday was, you know, a day which happened. Uh, the wife was still ill, so I was entertaining the kids. Uh, gave the, the... Actually, no, the youngest one kind of just wanted to sit and watch tablet... Um, lying next to her mum because she she's such a mummy's girl that one I, she don't really I don't really understand it it's weird whereas my other daughter loves like football so that's fine I, I can get bored with that and um, <laughs> so yeah I, I was being a cool dad and playing Fortnite with the kids again uh, we were doing all kinds of shit it was loads of fun uh, I ended up in a party with I think it was like about four or five other Kids of the age of around about nine uh, playing Fortnite. And it was very strange. Um, I know some of these kids pretty well. Like one of them's like come on holiday with us before and stuff like that. And we ended up in like a four with like me, my daughter, uh, my son and uh, my son's like best mate. And I found myself like slipping into like normal talking, obviously without the swearing. I was like, yeah, buddy, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We were like, what challenges we got to do? Yeah. Let's smash it out like a team. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is my life. But then I thought, I was like, how many other fucking dads do this with their kids? You know, like, like showing interest in like what's relevant now. And I don't know. Like I, I used to play like football with my dad and that was about it. He never showed an interest in like, Video games. Oh, apart from like the original Mario, he fucking bossed that shit on the NES. <laughs> he was like, "No, it's my go," kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, let me. I wonder if anyone, like, if anyone listening has obviously kids. I know some people do. Do you play games with your kids? Because obviously, you guys play games. It'd be a bit weird if you didn't play games. And yeah, you listen to this it. podcast, like, yeah, yeah, that's weird. So yeah, yeah, I was being a cool dad playing Fortnite again, buddy, really, on Sunday. And there you go. That's my four-point week done. Well, thank you so much for that, buddy. You're welcome. It was a roller coaster ride. It was absolute 
fucking nothing enjoyed. Yep. Yeah, uh, I tried to make it sound entertaining as always um, by livening it up with the power of speech. Inflection. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So uh, what about yep. you? How's how's your week? Uh, how, how many points <laughs> are there to your week? I got a bit some oh, well, I got a similar number of points. Here we um, go. Here we go. I'll just blaze through. Uh it was it was the weekend zoo trip, buddy. You know I like a good zoo. I always go like, like going to the zoo. Went to a zoo I've never been to before, Wingham Wildlife Park, which wow. you know, is strangely close to Howlett's Zoo. Like within two miles. That is a bit, weird, a bit too it? close. Yeah. I like to think there's underground tunnels between the various Animals corresponding. I reckon there's definitely animal trading going on. Yeah, like, I'll trade you two zebras for your rhino, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, they'll have it. Or maybe so, yeah. they have like secret fight club with the animals. Yeah, underground pit. It's like two tabs. two animals like... go in, <laughs> one comes out. It's like totally accurate battle simulator, but with. Real life animals, in yeah. The underground pits below two real life zoos, and, and there's a there's a program for you. You know, that's I, a show. I see, I was I was seeing it more like Pokemon, so it was like a turn based. It's like your rhino goes, then my zebra goes. Oh shit! Yeah, like he's used like amnesia or whatever on me. I don't know how well turn based works when it's like lion like that, versus yeah. sloth. For example, okay. um, although presumably the stuff one be quite, one strike quite kill, I'd say with its horrible fucking weirdo claws. People seem to like <laughs> sloths. I think Ice Age has a lot to do with it. Frankly, I find their uh, appendages to be disgusting, um, <laughs> despite their happy little faces. Uh, I just worry about the fact that they are essentially uh, an animal version of a hook or coat hanger. So. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure about them, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I never knew that about you. Thank you very much. Well, no, you, you, you're learning it all tonight. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, my favourite animal is the red panda. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so is my missus' favourite animal. And uh, for her birthday uh, a couple of months back, uh, I got her... A red panda experience at Wingham Wildlife Park, buddy, where she got what? to yeah. go in with the red pandas, uh, feed the red pandas, yeah. uh, learn about the red pandas, and just generally hang out with them. Uh, which just have a red panda day. It's like, it's like a red fantastic. letter day, but with yeah. a panda instead of a letter. We went. We're going into the zoo. There's like kids running about and shit, like vaguely annoying. I was like, <laughs> "You're not going in with the red pandas." She's not going in with the red pandas. He isn't. That. They can run about all they like. Yeah. They won't be going in. They can watch <laughs> from a distance and wish they were in there, but they're not fucking going in there. So, they go home uh, and cry about it. Yeah, damn yeah. right, hopefully. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fucking amazing. I think I got as much joy out of it, like, just watching and taking photos as she did, like, actually nice. being in there, because she was just, like... Fucking losing our mind. So nice. It was uh, it was pretty great. We thought there was only going to be one red panda there, buddy. There were two, so that's a two for that's a two for the price of one on the red panda. Dos rouge pandas. Nice. Gibbons saw some other animals and shit. That was fine. Uh, their monkey game's pretty good there. Uh, it's important <laughs> that there's lots of monkeys. Um, yes, I like monkeys. Yeah, and, Gibbons. Uh, 
uh, Gibbons, exactly. Yeah. Um, Tamarin's always good, especially when they've got the little beard. Uh, oh. Sorry, there's a, there seems to be a cunt outside. <laughs> Hang on a sec. I can hear that guy, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Small penis. There's only so many ways to make up for your tiny, tiny, precious little cock, isn't there? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a tricky one. But mm. yeah, lots of good animals, buddy. Amazing day at the zoo. Went to a cool pub in the middle of nowhere shortly afterwards. It was called Ye Old Yew Tree, in case anyone wants to go there, um, because of all of our many, many listeners. Oh, wait, uh, let me just... of Canterbury. Oh, I was going to so... say, I was going to get my map out of uh, middle of nowhere. Is that next to Mordor? <clears throat> It's next to Canterbury, middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. it's, uh, it might as well be, frankly. It's just a load of marshes. Um, people think that Canterbury's pretty good. Oh, he's back. Um, I don't know why they think that. I think Canterbury's all right. Shit. There's a cathedral or something there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of the hallmarks of a good town, but uh, none of the actual... Uh, none cool, of the actual... I mean, cool it is story about Canterbury. I uh, bought an oversized hat there once. There you go. Always funny, oversized hats. <laughs> Literally wall-to-wall funny, always. Can't not be oversized hats. Yeah. I regretted it moments after I bought it, but, you know. Well, these things now, happen. Though, no. Looking back. Paid, paid me back in whatever it is. Spades? Is that a saying? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So uh, that was good. Uh, and then um, had a nice burger at the pub and then went, came back to town to meet up with Funk and Co uh, for drinking long into the night. Long into the night being Cassidy's till uh, early hours of the morning and uh, and a very, very unfortunately hungover Sunday, which despite being hungover, buddy, I still made it to the supermarket, got all of the trimmings. Nice. Cooked, me, cooked my first big roast of what I will call winter neglecting it's autumn cold, completely. Mate. Yeah, it's cold now. Yeah, I thought but, about uh, putting a, a woolly hat on today because my hair was cold, but I have little you know. to no hair, so that will happen. Yeah, you know, insulation. I need, to get my, need to get my hair cut, but as it gets colder, I'm like, uh, why maybe I'll brave it out? Yeah, maybe I'll. Maybe See, I'll go this is this is Jesus. the time of year where I, I need to start growing the beard again because you know, yeah, gotta keep that some face hair warm. Yeah, apart from my ass and balls. Yeah. Tricky business. Yeah. Apart from that clean shaved all over. Not really. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, no, just going back, you were talking about, you know, being at the the pub with the funk and you said funk and co. And I know that the funk likes to make his own beers. Can he please call his beer company funk and co? <laughs> I think funk and co works quite nice. I would buy that and drink it. I would. Mm. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. He should... So, uh, uh, Call one of his beers getting down to business. That's a good idea. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah. The house that Shump built could be another beer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Grandma Funk. Uh, <laughs> <could be. laughs> XX. Yeah. Lots of, lots of possible options there. It's a good uh, shout. Yeah. Tell us what you think about that, Funk. That yeah. seems like a good plan. Let us know. So yeah, that was my weekend, buddy. Other than that, I bought Disney uh, Disneyland tickets because I'm going to Disneyland in uh, ten days' time. Um, that's that's, that's crazy, Gibbon. Um, and uh, yeah, I've just is uh, it safe evening. there yet? In Disneyland, yeah. Safe how? Which Disneyland are you going to? Uh, the California one. Oh, okay, yeah, you're not Florida then. You're all right then. 
Or is that no, Disney World? They've had hurricanes, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, I know, and that's why I was like... No, we're not going down there, buddy. Okay. You'll be all right then. There. Good news. Gibbon, miles away. Uh, I'm not jealous. So yeah. I'll... No, there you go. That's it. That's me. Other than that, uh, I, I got it. home today. I was like, I've got three red onions. I've yeah. got eight eight sausages. What shall I do? Uh, I did a toad in the hole, buddy. Oh, I did. Love toad in the hole. Mashed Fucking potato, full of that gravy. shit right now. I'm just, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to talk about video games. Uh, before I do, though, of course, oh. uh, I do need to ask you uh, exactly what you are drinking this evening, out of interest. And this evening, Matthew, I will be mostly drinking uh, Okamale Citrus Session IPA. It's a zesty, hoppy, citrus, uh, 4.6 volume. It's a, it's a favourite of mine. It tastes good. Um, I was pissed up the other night on Saturday, uh, coming back from the pub, and I was like, I obviously need more beer, so I picked some up. Uh, I didn't drink all of them, so I saved a couple for this very special occasion, which is a Wednesday night podcast. Given. Absolutely. Yeah. Rightly uh, so. Indeed, well done. Buddy. Thank you. Um, and and yourself? I'm on the shipyard, buddy. The, oh. uh, the, the shipyard American IPA. Lovely. It's uh, Portland, Maine, USA. Um, it combines the finest malted barley with a whole bunch of audacious American hops. Thirst quenching and gutsy. Uh, it's dry, refreshing, and it explodes with grapefruity citrus flavour. Five percent, and it's dangerous. very, very nice. It so, actually uh, explodes. Apparently, apparently so. Uh, hasn't happened so far, but uh, I have noted its volatile nature, and I am prepared. So there we are. The problem about now is I need to be serious, I guess, and talk about what games we've been playing. I really suck at this bit. I feel like I uh, nail the intro, and then after that, it's just downhill. Worrying, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a very uh, serious topic. Video games, buddy. It uh, it's the topic of this week's show, in fact, and uh, for Fuck, better or see, worse, that's why it's serious. Yeah, because it's it's like the main event. It's news yeah. at ten. I'm uh, Trevor McDonald, Matthews, and uh, here is the news headlines. And then here's the first one. It's not the news so though. Uh, the news is later. Let's go and talk about what we've been playing, <laughs> buddy. Uh, do you want to kick things off, B? What have you been playing this week? Yeah, buddy, I've been playing some more Gears Five. It's okay. really good. It's really good. Uh, it, fuck it. It's really good. You see what I'm talking about? I'm absolutely nailing it. I'm hearing uh, that you um, yeah. you think it's quite good. Yeah, it is. Um, reasons being, I said them last week, really. I, I think this week is more of a kind of think back about it a little more and kind of, you know, be a bit more, let's say, I don't know. So, yeah, we played... Uh, we played some three-man co-op on this, actually. Uh, so I did mention last week that um, the third co-op companion can play as your retarded robot Jack, who is a massive retard in this game if he is controlled by AI. He doesn't do anything you want him to do. It's absolutely terrible. The AI in general is pretty bad. Well, not the enemy AI. They're pretty decent. Um, like your co-op, you know, if, if you've got, like... AI companions, let's see. 
there with you. Uh, they really don't help out that much. Uh, at <laughs> a moment. Oh my God, I forgot about this literally until now. Um, we had that classic moment of, um, you know, you get to a point that enemies haven't seen you yet. Um, and your AI companions just, you know, run at them and the the other AI doesn't notice them there and they're like hiding like right next to them and then for some reason I can't remember the name I think it was like JD or whatever the, one of the main characters he gets out of cover and just runs into this like locust guy and they, they look like they're kissing for about three minutes they're just you know <laughs> running into each other you know they're, they're all fine with it and then yeah it just went on for ages and we were like this is this going to stop? It's like they just kept running around each other, and I was like, they 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 still don't know we're here. It was very bad. Let's put it that way. Um, so is that that's that's in in online co-op, but with some AI co-op with you? Is that yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, all throughout the campaign, it changes over. So uh, the majority of the time, there's uh, two characters and Jack, the retarded robot. Uh, and then in other parts, like uh, another two members of the Cog Squad or whatever they're called, uh, team up with you to do various missions and stuff like that. Um, and I guess yeah, it, it in, must just be it, like it's really hard because if it's a single player game like Last of Us, then you can kind of hide the like AI and you can like de despawn them when you're looking in certain directions and shit and then yeah. like put them back in or spawn them in behind you and stuff. But when you've got like multiple players, do you think that's why it is? Because no, like, I, I don't you can't think so, despawn them. The people are seeing them from different angles. Like so the, they have these, to kind of be there. Possibly, but these missions are so linear. It's like, it, it's a one track thing. You, you're going along where it takes you kind of thing. You can't really diversify that much, obviously, apart from the big open air world areas, which I'll talk about in a bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it, like, there's. I think there's just issues with um, the AI companions in this game, but like we've seen it in countless games before, where you know, you'll pop into cover and then your AI counterpart will just be like fucking running around. For some reason, I'm thinking of the Order 1866, 1886, or whatever it was called. Yeah, 1886. Um, I I remember one part, like, um, I I got into cover AI counterpart. Like, the enemies are like two meters away. He's got this big fucking machine gun, and he's just there going, not hitting one of them. (laughs) Just like, they're, they're right next to him, and I'm like, what is this is terrible like what is it what is the point of him even fucking being there kind of thing and it's the same like with, with some of these instances like the the ai isn't that great it's um a bit poor but like i said the the enemy ai are quite clever they will try and flank you and stuff like that which is good um another part of um enemies uh we came across apparently it's one of the toughest bosses in the gears franchise or gears four and five i think it is um, fuck knows what his name was. It's at the end of Act Two, I think, like that. Um, and it's this big fuck off mutant, obviously, that's been built in a lab, and somehow it's connected to the lady face's brain because she's the queen of locusts. Or I don't know what the backstory is. Anyway, big fucking dude. Um, we realise, oh, it can't see very well. It can only really hear us, and we're like, oh, okay, well, thanks for telling us that. I mean, it would have been nice to try and find that out in-game. 
but you know, just, <laughs> just yeah. being like, oh, look at that. <clears throat> and then literally, like, um, so you're in these ice, uh, ice area. And a really cool mechanic is you can shoot the ice underneath and they'll fall through and freeze to death kind of thing. Like that's just like the, the basic little numpties. Uh, and that's, that's really cool actually. But in this boss encounter, obviously he's really big so he can break out the ice. So the whole premise of it is you shoot, he runs at you, you shoot the ice underneath him, he falls into the ice. Then what you realise straight away is you can't shoot him. Oh, there's a big glowy bit on his back. You have to run around and shoot him in the back. So the first time you do that, you're like, sweet, I've done that. Literally, when he gets out of the ice, like one of the characters, I think it was my character, he's like, oh, look at that big glowing thing on his back. It's like... Exposition, exposition, exposition. Oh, my... Really? I mean, we've just been absolutely smashing the crap out of his back. We know that's where to kill him. And this is like the first incident we played him. Uh, It it did take us quite a few attempts to dispatch this guy, uh, mainly because I was getting frustrated because the mechanic of him not being able to see us didn't work. Um, Because, you know, he'd be running at us or running at me, for instance, um, and I didn't have enough uh, ammo to shoot the ground or whatever I had to reload so I was like right he's running at me I'm going to dodge out of the way so just before he gets to me I dodge out of the way and he veers into me I'm like he didn't know I was going to dodge but he got me and it's a one hit kill thing so it's like right back to the start round and round we go it was tedious um, let's put it that way um, bit of a shame it, at the end of it obviously got the satisfaction of finishing it and being like oh thank god but it wasn't like, yeah, we did it kind of thing. I was like, oh man, that's fucking done. Thank God. Um, and to be honest, that is not how this game has been. Uh, the majority of the encounters are very exciting, are on the edge of your seat of your pants, are gonna just get you to the end and feel like, fucking hell, that was really close. That, yeah, it's playing that fine line of being too much and, yeah, you know, dead or whatever i but. guess it's a real tightrope isn't it for for developers but yeah um, it totally is do you think it's it's the sort of old school boss battle nature of it that made it sort of stand out as being a bit shitter or are they all kind of a little bit kind of like that anyway <sighs> no because there, there hasn't been many boss battles that i can actually think of you know not massive encounters where you have to fuck up shit um or like it's one massive dude um Possibly, uh, maybe it is that mentality of like, I don't like boss battles, but the thing is like, not much changed, you know, I I, I like it when there's like two, three, four stages to a boss because it's like, oh shit, that bit's done, now it's going to change. But once again, it, it's just that whole rinse and repeat process that I think I don't like, you know, uh, yeah. right? Get his attention, shoot the floor, get around him, shoot him in the back again. Right, do that again like five, six times. Then new animation kicks in. Right, make sure you dodge when he throws his spikes and then do the original thing again. You know, and it progresses like that. It's like, yeah, okay. And then doing that for like 10 minutes. Is that yeah. fun? Is, needs, is needs that some fun? variety there. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. It... it I think it would you'd struggle to add variety into a boss battle um, due to the fact you know you're you're in one place you got this big fucking thing that you got to kill and if he doesn't do the same thing people are just going to get even more annoyed because they can't 
you know, get the process down of how to dispatch him. Anyway, yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's, I think it's a tough games one. like games like Destiny and God of War and Horizon. They all mm. had boss battles, but they they had a lot of yeah. variation. Yeah, you know, it's just, I know they did. They did like five or six different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I'm know. saying. Like, you need to add different <clears throat> mechanics in there, and, or, yeah. or whatever. You know, things need to change more. Anyway, but we got through it, and it was good. Um, we had um, we had a comment from Mel Gibson's Soul. On one of the streams, and I didn't write it down because I'm some sort of rookie. Uh, it was pretty much saying uh, this game looks like Gears of War one, but in the snow, uh, and that might be down to my bad because I think for I'd spent about six hours. Nah, it can be it's about four hours, I'd say, in this snow open world bit where absolutely. Nothing happens. Um, it's it's a case of going uh, going around finding. I think there's like three, four, five different kind of like mini areas to go kill stuff and collect like enhancements mods uh, mods for Jack, your AI companion, who you can upgrade with various stuff. Um, and I I replied saying uh, it is a lot better. Um, this probably isn't the level to show you on. Uh, which is a shame because you know, <laughs> yeah. one thing it it still has really impressed me the visuals of this game and the the constant frame rate it is it's incredible for a game to look that good and run at sixty like with no issues kind of thing and apparently it's the same on the Xbox One X uh, that thing is stuck at sixty and runs really really well you know and when when you've got other games coming out like Control and uh, Borderlands Three. Uh, and they're having really shitty issues with their frame rates. You know, you think fucking fair play, you know, like that they've done really well to make that game look so well and run really well, you know. So hats off to them. And also thanks to Mel for sticking in a comment as well, buddy. Nice. No, interesting, buddy. Yeah, I didn't expect to go on like that about Gears 5. I thought it was only going to be a quick two-minute thing. But luckily, this will be... Not even two minutes long. Uh, I've also been playing... Is it Portal Bridge Constructor or something like that? The yeah. Bridge Constructor with Portal. Yeah, I I, uh, I realised, oh, that's on Game Pass. I can boot it up. I had like 10 minutes. Uh, I ended up playing it for about half an hour. It's nice. I like bridge building games. It's like physics and stuff. And this one's a bit it's wacky and quirky. It's good fun. Uh, I must say, it's really good to play with a, with a mouse... Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. You can really um, get the angles right, which is nice because I've played it before on the tablet and it's very finicky with your big fat fingers uh, trying to get the precision of it. Uh, yeah, playing on uh, uh, with a mouse and keyboard or whatever, I think it's just the mouse. You don't really use the keyboard apart from to hit escape to quit the game um, when you don't want to play it anymore, which is probably quite soon because it's, it's a bridge constructor with portals, and that's about it. Quite it's only cool, got though. so much to it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's exactly. a well-made game, isn't it? As you'd yeah, expect, it is. Really. It's nice, and I like that it's got like parts of humour from Portal in there, so that one's good. A bit of nostalgia always works well. Um, so yeah, bridge, bridge port, um, Portal, Bridge Constructor, pretty good. Have a little burn on it if you've got half an hour to kill um, on your Game Gibbons. Pass, buddy. It's, it's just Game Pass, mate, for me now. It's all it's I'm a doing. Special, it's a special it's service, buddy. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> 
I mean, I've got that Uplay Plus. <clears throat> I haven't <clears throat> even touched Trials because I, I can't be asked. And who wants to play yeah. a Ubisoft game? Really? I mean, that's the problem. Really, is uh, it's, uh, it's it, the Ubisoft games on there? Aren't they? I, I looked. There's a there's a new sale on the store today, buddy. It's for Ubisoft games. So I oh, didn't yeah, look at it. we won't be buying any of them. No, there's no need. So. We've got Rayman. You know, we've already got Rayman. <laughs> so why would we buy anything else? Exactly, buddy. It's you pretty know bad, school. isn't it? It's pretty yeah, bad. it is. It's a shame. But then again, like you say, uh, Watchdog Legion is coming out. That might have potential. It looks kind of cool. But also. Might be shit. Who knows? You know I won't buy or play that game. You were kind of excited about it, though, weren't you? E3? That's fucking gone now. It'll it'll be fucking... Here's 15 different, like, premium versions of it with with tax. And and then it'll be... Oh, look, there's fucking microtransactions all over it. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then, then I'll just won't be interested at all. So... That will happen, buddy. That will happen. Gibbons, it can... Ah, oh, well, there you go. I have played another game, but we'll talk about that later um, because yeah, we, we both will. played it. Um, I haven't played <coughs> what you've been playing, uh, just the base game. Um, but I'll let you know on my thoughts on that as well. Um, but yeah, nice. anyway, um, that, that's me done, buddy. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I have been playing um, a Plague Tale Innocence, and uh, I've been playing Wreckfest Career Mode. Oh, I, I, to be honest, I did play a bit of Wreckfest career mode. Um, it's fucking tough. It is it hard. It's not easy, that game. I thought, oh, not yeah, I'll just all. fucking smash everyone out of the way. Can't do it. They'll fucking come, they'll thing. come back here. Yeah, hasn't it? So I think it's kind of in the same way as Forza. Like, it, 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 you kind of got to keep upgrading those cars, and then it gets to the point where you're just too fast and they can't keep up with you anymore. Um, that's kind of the game to a degree but uh, I just thought play a bit of career mode um, it's it's wonderfully diverse isn't it because it's a diverse game anyway so um, having all the different types I don't mind playing the uh, the like uh, destruction derby stuff against the AIs I just find it quite boring against like humans it, yeah it, I know what you're saying I much prefer the racing because I'm a racing fan but um yeah, all the different vehicles and stuff. It reminds me very, very much of the way that the Drive Club career mode was put together. Yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly and... the same thing I was thinking. Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's not that interesting, but it's a series of events. They're all different from one another, and uh, there are lots of different cars available that you can use, and it, there's no shortage of content in Wreckfest. So I thought it's... it was nice um, that it locks out certain events if you don't own that like car from that region or something like that. I was like, that's kind of yeah. cool. Makes you if I mean, it's not nice when a game forces you to do something, but I mean, it's a racing game. Well, yeah, you're well, there you gotta to have... race cars, aren't you? You got to be funneled in some way. If you play in the career mode, you know you can play any one-off single event you want or build a championship or whatever yeah. so if you if you want to play the career mode have some sort of uh you know uh, incentive to progress by doing a variety of different things then you know that is there for you so it works nicely uh it's nothing special but uh the game certainly is uh, it's such a wonderful game it really yes. is fantastic it is, it's incredible and 35 pounds man to- it's bargain bargain <laughs> like, of the year seriously uh, to, to be 35 quid for like at, at launch full price that's its price it's um a lot of that you know obviously a slightly sinister undertones with the way it was crowdfunded and then launched you know some people 
had the hump, but I think they've pr- pretty much done good by everyone at this point. It's um, yeah, I'd pretty, say so. Pretty, a, a lot of people, obviously, kind of the crowdfunding very much at odds with the uh, takeover by Deep Silver and the way that they ended up publishing the game. But at the same time, if you crowdfund something and it becomes popular, then you know the the benefits of that is is that publishers will get involved. It's the same with bands, like yeah, exactly. you, you know, you buy a band's EP and then like. That that band, with your support amongst lots of others, rises to fame, uh, is signed to a major label, and then you're like, oh, fucking sellout, because like, come on, man. Oh, I mean, if someone was like, we really like your podcast, guys, uh, but we need to chuck loads of adverts on it, but we'll give you loads of money, I'd be like, yeah, cool, fucking sweet. (laughs) Give it, (laughs) yeah, that can happen. Um, Although. I would only do adverts for Squarespace and Lisa mattresses, buddy. That's so, true. Uh, Exclusive. Exclusively. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, only those. But yeah, so Wreckfest is great. It's fucking brilliant. Um, it's worth buying if you like racing games and possibly if you don't. <laughs> it's, got, it's kind of got it all there. So, yeah, it has, not it? Very, very fun indeed. Um, so the other game that I've been playing this week, buddy, is... Uh, I obviously didn't play it for very long because it's a uh, sort of sneak peek trial version. Uh, but I was—I've been playing a Plague Tale, which uh, I think I talked about a little while ago. It's a—it's a, it's a third-person uh, action adventure game set in sort of medieval times. Um, there's a, a sort of great plague. You play as a, a young uh, princess or sort of maiden um, who. Um, yeah, lots of weird stuff surrounding it, but essentially there's like absolute fuck off killer deadly virus that has infected like all the rats, um, and they can like come up out the ground and like batter people. Um, it's got a lot of stealth mechanics. This game, it's a story based linear adventure. Uh, it's by, um, I don't know. It's 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 quite atmospheric. I thought that the voice acting was reasonable, um, and uh, yeah, the uh, this is a free trial version on consoles and PC at the moment. You can play through the opening two chapters of the game, um, and and uh, I quite like it to be honest. Pacing's quite nice. It controls nicely. It's nice. one of these games that's kind of B grade, but with like triple A graphics. It's kind of like Snow's Sacrifice in that way. Um, and it's quite compelling. I think that there's a, a real danger for uh, it to be a bit sort of, I don't know, it's, you're, you're escorting your Ooh. brother, like in the oh, early... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Doing some escorting, eh? Yeah. yeah, even more um, <laughs> with the brother. Uh, yeah, so it's it's pretty graphic and gory. Like, it's a really strong opening. Uh, I've seen a lot of footage of, like, later stage gameplay, and I'm not completely convinced. It's kind of like a sort of um, stealth, a linear stealth game where, you know, you've got long grass to hide in, you've got to throw stuff to distract guards and learn their patterns and that sort of thing. And I've always quite liked that sort of Splinter Cell-esque thing, and it's yeah. quite um, quite nice when it's in, like, a, um, a sort of medieval setting. You can do things like um, forcing... Uh, enemies towards areas where they will be engulfed by rats and that sort of thing but yeah. it, it kind of really all it really made me want to do is reinstall and play through uh, Dishonored 2 again <laughs> uh, which I've 
completely decided I'm going to do. Uh, it's because a fucking great game. You can play through that. I never played through that as Corvo. Yes, um, so you can. Hang I'm, I'm going to go back and play I do? that. No, I don't think I did Corvo. Uh, yeah. Or did I? Who I'm knows? As the princess. Um, but yeah, so anyway, this game, I think it's well worth a look if you're into your sort of uh, single player, kind mm. of get fully immersed sort of games. Uh, I think it does a pretty decent job of that sort of thing. Obviously, I've only played the opening sort of scenes of it. So I can't really uh, tell you how... I think my biggest concern would be that it, it may get a little bit samey. And in terms of uh, game mechanics, it's very much throw a stone at a piece of metal to distract a guard away, sneak past him, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But early signs are pretty good for it being quite a compelling story and, and possibly worth a playthrough. It's 45 quid on the PlayStation Store at the moment. That's far too much. Uh, for me to jump in uh, but it is the sort of thing I'd pay sort of 25 for to, yeah. to have a run through so I'll be uh, keeping an eye out I think on that front nice Gibbon that sounds good buddy yeah Gibbons there you go that's what I've been playing um, other than that it would appear that we've both been playing Celeste and as you said uh, I, I've been playing the DLC and you've been playing the base game so um, as is so often the case when Celeste gets a mention buddy I have talked more than enough about Celeste. Um, what do you? Th- how are you getting on? What have you got to say about that uh, that game? By the way, game of the generation and possibly ever. <laughs> Great game. Advice: anyone that got it on um, what's it? Epic's Game Store for free when it was available. Um, don't play it with the mouse and keyboard. Uh, it's a bad idea. That's about it. That's all I've got Didn't to say. Didn't even know you could. It. Yeah, I didn't either, but yeah, you can. There you go. That's that's yeah, don't. It's not a good idea. It's really bad. <laughs> okay. How yeah, far yeah. through are you on this thing? Like how you uh, I've had on? to start again, uh, unfortunately. Um because obviously I, I played it a fair chunk on the Switch. I can't even remember how far up the mountain I got, to be honest. I got through the hotel. Oh yeah. And then I can't really remember after that. I just vaguely that's the last things that I remember doing, getting through all that. That was cool. Um, but yeah, it's weird to use the arrow keys and then I think it's like Z, X and C for one is jump, one is dash and one is like grab. And it just confused the fuck out of me using my right hand to move instead of like AWSD. <laughs> it was really weird. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go through that on a controller, buddy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I do, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I I need to get through it so I can play the DLC. To be honest, I think that's my my main goal to get done. <gasps> anyway, but apart from that, it's like yeah, you've said everything about it and how good it is. And I did watch the um the no clip little documentary, like the seven minute interview or whatever about it, uh, and that was really really cool. Uh, how they're on about, like, um, how they used to do, like, on-the-fly changes and stuff while they were testing and things like that. It was, yeah, interesting stuff. If uh, I recommend, yeah, people check out Noclip. There's lots of cool stuff on there. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy, that was so cool. The idea of having your friends around to play test your game and they're like, oh, I don't know about this, and you can just, like, 
be like hang on a second and then five minutes later be like okay try it now kind of thing that's that's really yeah. cool and and obviously the game needs to have a fairly robust but editable engine and, and be relatively simplistic a 2d platformer kind of thing is conducive yeah. to that you couldn't really be um very easily testing sort of big titles that have a lot going on but um yeah just the way that they like the how hard they worked on the mechanics it's given me a really taste i'm hoping that there'll be uh, there'll be a longer no clip about celeste i don't know if that'll happen or not but um, it would yeah. be nice i'd like to learn more about that game it's a fucking great game absolute masterpiece so yeah so there we are uh Regfest is great celeste is great um ash is digging gears um, yeah and Check that. Plague Tales worth a go because basically everyone who's listening to this has the capacity to give it a go right now for free. So uh, that's that's just that's some service to you there, buddies, on the uh, on the JFG podcast this week. And uh, unless you've got anything else, B, I think it's probably time to move on. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The Number one. Number one. Number one, number one, number one. We've got some good shit in the news this week, buddy. I'm excited. Here we go. Number one. Uh, this broke, uh, I think, the day after we recorded last week's show. So we're a little behind the curve here, but obviously we were always going to report on it. Here we go. Uh, the Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport uh, Committee that was created to uh, look into... Uh, among other things, loot boxes and microtransactions and so on in video games in the UK as a way to inform the government about them, uh, has uh, delivered their report uh, and made a myriad of conclusions. Uh, it's well worth a look. It's online if you want to have a look, buddies. And regardless of where you're from, um, it's, you know... The UK games industry is a, is a is a absolute juggernaut and uh, this will inform the decisions made by other countries and other organisations. Uh, so here we go. Uh, they have concluded that uh, all of these loot box practices should be regulated by the government because the games industry don't seem capable of doing so. True. Um, they've concluded that any games featuring loot boxes should have a suitable age restriction uh, in in line with gambling, aka eighteen certificates. Yeah. Uh, loot boxes shouldn't be in games aimed at children. It should be illegal for them to be in there, at least until it has been proven that they don't share the same issues as conventional gambling uh, and are not a danger to children. So until instead of uh, these publishers saying you need to show us a study that proves that they're damaging, uh, this this committee has said no, you need to prove that they're not, um, which is quite cool if you ask me. So um, yeah, I mean we've had lots of very interesting stuff here, um, and the long and the short of it, and this is kind of delivering a bit of an ultimatum. Really, uh, the committee stated at the end of the report. Uh, these measures should be tackled and implemented at the next meeting of Parliament. Uh, and if the government is not going to take their measures into account, uh, a detailed document explaining why needs to be produced. So they're yes. not just saying that uh, everything needs to be regulated and uh, it should be made that loot boxes aren't in games for fe- fucking Peggy 3 ratings. 
but also, if the government's not going to do that, they need to tell them exactly why, because they consider themselves very informed at this point. The government isn't, and there you go. Uh, they also, and this was the most sort of enjoyable part of the report, absolutely laid the smackdown on games publishers, uh, describing that the uh, the publishers and teams that they spoke to uh, in the lead up through and through the investigation as willfully obtuse um <laughs> stating that the, ge- the the sort of general refusal of relevant information meant they had to err on the side of caution uh, they had no real way of properly analyzing the effects of loot boxes and gambling in video games because publishers wouldn't play ball they were like needlessly ambiguous um and fluffy and just not very helpful frankly obviously um so yeah, that was kind of the long and the short of it. Obviously, there's a lot of meat to the report. I was most interested in the, the the loot box side of things because I think that's hilarious. Basically, the UK government uh, has just been instructed to rule that FIFA has to be an 18 unless FIFA takes the loot, the uh, ultimate team. Right yeah, now, out which of it. Yeah, it's so funny. Like absolutely I'm, brilliant. I'm very happy about this. Oh, so wonderful. No, no. Um. Obviously, we'll just follow this and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but I, it's it's not very easy for the publishers to. It's not it's not like a sort of court proceeding appeal sort of situation. This. No, it's, if, a, if a government decides on something, this is then, it. This is it. Yeah. yeah um, Re Belgium. So yeah. yeah um, exactly. It's it's pretty interesting, and uh, I think some credit needs to go to uh, the government. And I don't know how everyone feels about that, um, but the fact, the fact that they did this, um, that the, they can now, you know, they've created a committee that is able to make a an informed decision at this point. That's kind of, uh, I think, what you'd call uh, how like a demo- democratic government should work. Yeah, um, to be honest, yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of them. So there's an I, issue, I mean, and they've. Uh, well, they're, they're trying to address they're trying that They're trying to issue. tackle yeah, it properly exactly. without yeah. sort of fear-mongering just, or yeah, exactly. extremes just, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I st- I still, I'm still concerned because oh, I definitely. think that... Um, but at the same time, a lot of people are claiming that uh, the government meddling in the affairs of video games can only be detrimental to video games because uh, governmental agencies are, are you know may be inclined to get the wrong end of the stick but at the end of the day buddy i'm basically not buying any triple a games now yeah like, so you don't wh- what's give what's gonna go wrong like what's gonna make <laughs> i don't what's know. gonna make me less likely to play those games the the, the, the state well, that they're in right now riddled they're gonna with jack up the prices and, buddy because they can't yeah. get it through microtransactions well i mean i suppose the concern is if is the removal of of, of loot box uh revenue going to yeah. lead to even more seasons of games less spending on new IPs and new ideas in yeah. favour of the way the movie industry has gone with the constant remaking of previous ideas my favourite uh, word that's where mm. we are gaming wise right now is, is, is games keep coming out that are the, the, the fucking same and the games that do come out completely outstay their welcome there's you know year two year three year four and, and yeah. it's it, could this push that into a more prevalent state rather than you know I, I don't know I don't really know but we can't tell I, we'll see what happens but like you say we're, we're going to follow it very very closely absolutely it's right. uh, it's pr- pretty interesting 
One second, buddy. Apparently, I have to go and dispatch a spider. I will be right back. Oh, okay. Back. No fair play to you. Was he a biggin? It was a biggin, buddy. It was a biggin. It was like thumb-sized body with big Ooh. old gangly legs. Nasty and so, so the missus had got him under a, a glass. I was like, okay, look at this cunt. Put the paper under it. He's like jumping about, going absolutely mental. Oh, it's a bit intense. Not going to lie. He's out the back now, though. Yeah, I kicked him out. You know. Fucking right. Technically, Squatters. if I was in America, could have shot him. Wouldn't be, you know, would have been fine. Yeah. You know, he's in my, my land. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh, I'm a bit out of breath now. I'm running up them stairs. Oh, definitely unfit. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, like you were saying... Uh, if, yeah, like, if the games industry weren't a bunch of cunts, this wouldn't have happened, really. Well, it's uh, a case of business taking over from uh, creativity, which is kind of natural, I suppose, in yeah. any industry that's Anything got a that lot of money. Anything that makes insane amounts of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it has to yeah. be regulated because uh, you can't, you can't. These industries aren't capable of, of self-regulating because th- why would they? Why would exactly. they do that? So they wouldn't. Um, on a, on a side note, here I've put in um, over over the weekend. Obviously, talking to the kids playing Fortnite and stuff like that. Um, the, there were like rumors of uh, you know the film it. Uh, there were rumours of the character from that. What's his name? The clown? I don't even know because I don't watch scary films because I'm a pussy. Uh, Whatever it is, the clown from It was going to be like a skin, right, in Fortnite. And there was like images of like, you know, the red balloon that he has. That was in there and he's meant to be coming out of the sewers and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. And so that's fine. But, you know, not when it's kind of scaring kids. Like, well, the film, obviously, the film's like a fifteen, is it not? So I'm sure it's or a fifteen. It I don't. It's either a fifteen or an eight. It's not a twelve, and this game's a twelve, <laughs> right? So I know, yeah, my son is younger than this, but still, a twelve-year-old like kids that are playing this game are interested in what's going on in this game. Uh, like people on YouTube are obviously trying to get the hits and being like, oh yeah, the new latest skin is this, and obviously they're putting images of like the actual clown from the film on there so these kids are watching it and stuff like that and i'm like you know it it scared the crap out of my son like he had like a nightmare like one night and yeah okay i get it like he's not old old enough to play the game but that film isn't a 12 like should this like 15 18 rated content be going into like a game aimed at 12 year olds or 12 and above and i'm trying to think of uh other stuff there was like stuff about a while ago there had a crossover with stranger things you know that's that's a pretty scary tv show and once again kids are going to be interested oh what's this yeah you know got scary stuff in it john wick was a character in there you know that's a 15 and I don't know how it's a 15. It definitely should be an 18 with the amount that of heads be. getting fucking blown I don't know what an 18 off. is now, if that is a I one. know. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I was like... I, I was watching John Wick 2 today because we've got uh, John Wick 3 on DVD at work and we're going to watch it on Friday, obviously, and not do work, which I'm looking yeah. forward to. Uh, and I was just watching it. I'm like, how is... 
how is this a 15? Like, what? what is an 18 these days? It's it's crazy. But anyway, I, did, I just think, like, you know, if, if content in other media isn't suitable for that age rating, then why is it all right to put it in a game of that age rating? Anyway, but that, yeah, that was just no, like a, I can a thought understand that, was, that I had over the weekend and stuff. Cause they should correlate. Yeah, you exactly. Know, it, you know, absolutely right. If it's a 12, it can't have anything over a 12 in it kind of thing Mm -hmm. and once again it's just another i mean i don't know if they are making money off this or not or if it's tied into the season pass or whatever you know they're probably making money out of it somehow but i don't know it's just another thing that being a dad it's it's worrying um yeah it's good that you're thinking about everything though yeah i'm sure a lot of parents on but anyway fuck that kids are stupid anyway What's next? On we go. Uh, Gwent has arrived on iOS. You can now play Gwent on iOS. That's an excellent uh, iPad game. So uh, there you go. get stuck Happy in if you've got an iPad. Um, also, Anthem has been added to EA Access. Uh, Was that yep. seven months after release? Something like that. Uh, Bioware well. is also ditching all future DLC content to work on what they call the game's core issues. Uh, so, so yeah. the game... The game is the problem, yeah, the uh, which game. is why it's on uh, EA Access seven months after launch. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. A lot of people will probably give that a burn uh, if they've got EA Access. I'm thinking n- namely uh, sports game fans, which um, I think would probably be the, the primary market for game, the uh, the EA Access thing. Yeah, I'd say that. I mean, people who like... If you like FIFA, Madden, and an HL, then that service is uh, pretty much a must for you. I would say it's certainly cheaper yeah, than buying those games. Each if you year, like that, so. you probably like need the speed as well, buddy. Maybe, maybe, yeah, it's an option. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's Anthem, uh, that game. Uh, Borderlands Three <laughs> is the biggest physical launch of the year in the UK. Um, kind of meaningless because of the prevalence of downloads now. Uh, but uh, for better or worse (laughs) yes it's sold more physical copies than anything else uh, this year in its uh, sort of opening week Uh, the reviews are severely mixed I would say Um, lots of uh, low baller reviews saying that it's not as good as the other games and not funny Uh, I've seen other reviews suggesting that uh, if you like Borderlands 2, then you'll like Borderlands 3. And I liked Borderlands 2. So, I did. I did. Um, reviews are mixed, but it sounds to me like more Borderlands, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, biggest physical launch of the year. Selling well uh, and fair play to them for that. There you go. Um, next, the Entertainment Software Association, or ESA. Uh, which is the organization responsible for E3 each year. Uh, they, um, well, there's allegedly uh, the proposal of uh, rebranding of E3. Uh, there were some leaked documents this week, um, which is understandable, really, because that thing is dying and um, is yes. getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Uh, so lots of different proposals here, but this was a sort of fairly coherent uh, plan of what to do with E3. May or may not happen. Uh, it's just a leak, as I said. But uh, basically the idea being to turn E3 into a fan media and influencer festival. As the Sounds great. 
suggestion of several stages where celebs and YouTubers could play games and stuff and there could be events. Um, I think the report specifically named the idea of the LA Lakers playing like um, 2K basketball or something uh, live on stage, something like that, as a as a example of a as a gimmick thing, yeah, as yeah. a as a gimmick because they're well short of ideas. Um, <laughs> and the uh, most sensible idea of the report, uh, the suggestion of an app that allows you to book time for demos uh, as a consumer. So now that it's open to the members of the public, the queues mm. are obviously pretty. Uh, insane yeah and uh, this would allow you to essentially book uh time with uh, a game beforehand and build some sort of schedule when you go that would make a lot more sense it would it'd be pretty good i think yeah um previous suggestions of making the show consumer only were rejected by members of the esa suggesting that the press conferences or at least some of them are here to stay, or at least there's going to yeah. be a sole day where it's open just for journos, you know, rather than uh, members of the public. I mean, so. I feel like Microsoft are going to stand by it for a while. Being, if, if Sony don't come back, they're going to be like, well, we're fucking here, and Sony aren't, you know, rub it in their faces kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah I, I don't know. I don't think there's any way to save E3. I think as a concept, it doesn't work in a world where digital content is at your fingertips at all times. Yeah, and that, that's the issue. I mean, it, it was nice to see it evolve into into what it is, uh, or was a couple of years ago, like being... Really, I'm, well, I'm thinking like 10 years ago, to be honest, actually, now. Well, the only way that it, it works... Was uh, mega. Go on. It works from a conference perspective if someone comes out on a stage in a room full of people who are really excited and then they genuinely deliver um, exclusive news (laughs) that you can stream online that works. Yeah, totally. That's what it's for. that, That doesn't require a show floor. No. That doesn't require a conference center, Um, uh, which is why businesses like EA uh, aren't bothering to show up there anymore and why Sony bailed out this year. Uh, I think Sony will go back there next year with a new console to uh, announce. I think that they will. Yeah, you're you're more than likely right. And that's going to obviously extend the longevity. Or do they just do their own fucking thing? You know, be like, hey, fuck it, we're coming out before E3, bam, here's the console, check it, or I don't know. No, I think it was very much a tactic to bail um, on... This year's E3 to yeah, come back uh, strong cr- next year. Create probably. bigger impact when they return yeah. in 2020. Um, I would imagine. I mean, that's what I would do. Um, and I'm we're not back. I'm especially smart, but I just think that that's a very <laughs> video games thing to do. Tactical, so. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, or, or you know, I mean, they could do their own event, but I just think that that won't have the same impact as returning to E3 triumphantly with new. No, Rockland. it's still so. a very big stage, and you know, it's been there for so many years. And it has been a massive highlight of my year, you know, counting back so, I don't know, well, yeah, gone 10, 15 years or however long it's been since I've been following it. Oh, yeah. uh, And, it, you know, it would be a massive shame for this thing to die and go down this whole influencer festival, which sounds horrifically bad. Well, it just sounds uh, and, and it's, completely it's uninteresting, just, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously people will lamp that shit up because there's a lot of sheep around it. And I'm not saying I'm not a sheep for certain things. I'll I'll follow certain people and be like, oh, yeah, that's that's great. But, yeah, no. No, it's it's not for me. I, it's, it wouldn't be something I'd want to tune into and watch and stuff like that. I, I want to see 
big fucking news, buddy. You know, all That's we, the I, thing. I want to see like an hour and a half of fucking bam, check this shit out, bam, new shit. You know, yeah. exclusive on Xbox. That's what I want to see. Well, maybe not that, but you know. Actually, but you can only do that. I don't mind if, that now with Game Pass. I'm happy with that. If business is, <laughs> it only works because it's a load of companies doing conferences and yeah. they're within a few hours of each other. So they have incentive to try and one ups each other. Yeah, that's totally. the only way that it works. Um, yeah, for me, the, the, the conference itself is completely irrelevant at this point. There's, there's, you know, it, it can exist in the way that other expos exist, but I, I don't care if it lives or dies. E3, I just want uh, conferences and I want publishers and developers to have to present all at the same time each year so that they yeah. have competition try and one-ups each other, and that makes for uh, fireworks. But yeah. without E3 as a base platform for that, uh, there's no incentive for them to directly compete with one another in that way. And so it, there's nothing there. It just doesn't work. So. No, yeah, you're right. And, uh, just to touch on what we kind of mentioned about like the digital media rising and how things have changed to what it is these days, um, I, I do see it as... A bit of a positive. Obviously, it's a shame that, you know, E3 is kind of, it's not benefit, uh, benefiting as much. But I do, I do think that it's good for a lot of like game developers to get news out in certain ways with like video documentaries or, you know, get to know us like Warframe have done a lot, Sea of Thieves have done a lot, you know, well, these games as a service kind of thing. They, they have a constant update from what they're doing. It, it seems, like it's been beneficial for a lot of games that say this way because you know you just get to learn more about the games and how they're developing and things like that and if that means that we're not going to get uh, obviously the big shows are for like the the main companies like your Microsoft, Sony's, Nintendos or well maybe not Nintendos but yeah um but it, it's good it, it means like Smaller people have there's there's a bigger stage for the smaller people anyway. That's all. Yeah, well, that's the only thing that's worthwhile anyway. I think one of the yeah. reasons, one of the big reasons why it's no longer particularly interesting is because um, of how all the games are kind of amalgamating. You know, you see the gameplay of of a game now, you know how it's going to play. Uh, I just think it smacks of uh, a lack of creativity uh, with the AAA titles. I, don't, I think they all they all feel the same. They all kind of play similarly in the grand scheme yeah. of things. It's all been kind of standardized to the point where it's not exciting to see gameplay, like five minutes gameplay of a new game anymore. You know how it'll feel, mm. you know, for the most part. If it's, if it's a generic AAA title, then it's just not as exciting as it used to be when it's like, it's what's this fucking crazy new game? Of- How's the menu's going to work? It's yeah. like, no, it's, oh, look, it's got, it's got shiny graphics. It's running like, you know, an Unreal Engine and it's got, oh, look, there's a progress tree and, oh, look, yeah. there's a digital store. Like, it's, there, it's just all the fucking same, man. Like, it, it's not, it's not conducive to think, excitement. Then, you know, obviously we, we've grown up through the years, like, of the, the whole development of 3D games, you know, going back to, well, the SNES had some 3D games on it, which were pretty bad. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, and we've seen the progress over, like, the past, how many years? I don't know, 25 years or whatever uh, of where we are today. Like, 
Um, standout points, obviously, graphically, everything's increased. Like, that's a given. So that's going to happen as things get more powerful. Um, uh, you, you're, you're talking about, like, gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. Uh, do you reckon we've got to a point now where what's really going to change that? Like, what's set in the way? Is there anywhere to go with, you know, your cover shooter? How can you make it more interesting? I mean, they've thrown drones and different abilities and stuff in there now or, or whatever. And I don't know, like, surely it must be incredibly hard to be like, instead of making uh, the only thing that really like will change it is not a triple A game. You know, they're, they're going to be doing other things. I think with triple A games, it, it, it's going to be hard to find a new mechanic. That's really going to change how things are perceived. I guess if it's yeah, even I, if that's a statement or a question, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I think you're touching on something that is kind of what I'm getting at. Really, is that I think that uh, games. I, and I don't know if it's the uh, play testing or the questioning, like the the fucking fact finding. Oh, this game has to have this. I just I. It's got to the point now where it's like, oh, look, it's an open world. Oh, look, it's got an upgrade fucking tree. Uh, oh, look, it's got this. It's got that. Um, there's just certain things that are just like, uh So, you know, do you think th- that's why Doom was quite refreshing? It's a breath of fresh air because it was old school in a yeah. way that made it feel fresh. In the same way that if you walk into an old man pub these days, it's not being painted grey and gentrified. And so you like it. It's the same with that. Um, smells a piss. In a different way, yeah. of course. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I don't know. I mean, a game like The Witcher, for example, uh, The Witcher 3. That didn't. That doesn't play like other video games. That's a triple yeah. A title, but it's been. It was made by essentially an indie developer in the grand scheme of things. True. At yeah. the time, I think uh, Horizon. That that felt fresh. That now, do you think that's because they hadn't really made a yeah, third person game? They were fundamentally Absolutely. first person shooters, it's and the because they changed, they made a game and they were like, like that. fuck it, you know, we're we'll going there and see what happens. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah. then God of War. Like the reason that God of War feels nice to play in a way it's because they were used games... to making it in a game in a certain way, and they're like, "Nope, we're gonna change yeah. it up." Okay, there's a running theme here. It's it's AAA money being used in a quirky way or an innovative way. Yeah, um, I can see and that. And there are there are fewer of those, and and one of the reasons that I've just got very little interest in. Um, Ubisoft games is because I, I feel third-person Ubisoft games all control yeah. and play and feel the same. Um, yeah, and that's a problem for me. Like you can change the setting all you like, but I'm not an idiot. Like essentially, <laughs> I'm playing the same fucking game all the time. Especially if it's got oh look, here's your progress, here's your fucking online store, you here's know, your fetch quest, I'm here's your bring grinding, up football here's games your loot. Now. <laughs> Well, football games... You can't they, change it. Football's a sport at the end of the day. Football's a sport. You're constrained yeah, you can't to a change degree. It. I know. Yeah. Um, but they, they could. They do control differently. Um, yes, they do. But also, uh, uh, Pez is out and FIFA's out this week, and I, yeah. I've I've not bought Pez. Yeah, to bought either. FIFA. Yeah, exactly. And so that, that's it. That's This is the, the state of game, or whatever, the state of the games, where we are at at the moment, I think. Yeah. And what it leads to is us really enjoying something like Game Pass because 
It, there doesn't yeah. feel like there's enough reason to invest heavily in no, brand right. new games or pre-order yeah. games to the point where what it's, you really want is a smattering of loads of shit in the hope yeah. that you'll grasp onto something. <laughs> yeah, That's, just just a load of shit. I'll, I'll lap it up, really. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and and it brings like the the the, the whole topic you know i'm i'm contemplating not even getting the latest destiny expansion which is crazy but i just uh, do i need it i don't need it i'm like uh, i've i've barely played this year's like kind of season pass and stuff like that i've dipped my toe back in i still like listen to podcasts about and i'm like oh yeah i'm still interested in it but I don't know. I couldn't give a fuck to be honest right now, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. And it's, it's out in like two weeks, and what, I'm. What I'm re- I would say is uh, really on on the you know whatever it is what I'm on. <laughs> we used to buy video games because we were excited about playing video games, and yeah. as the years have passed and as games have. As games have extended their lifespans, and, and as far as I'm concerned, outstayed their welcome, you start to get to the point where it's like, am I buying this because I'm excited about it, or because it's something to do? Because if yeah. it's just something to do, I already go to work. That's something that I do. <laughs> that's so like, easy. Yeah. I, I just, it's just not that spark. That's not the reason why I play video games. Is like, no. oh, there's new, there's new content in inverted commas. Yeah, like so fucking what, like so what? I've played it, I've played it. I want to play something else, and, yeah. and you know, I don't know. Maybe we just sound like old cunts at this point, but no, I'd, I'd, I, I'd I, imagine I, we're probably resonating with quite a few people listening to this. I think so. I don't. Oh, I mean, obviously, let us know once again. Yeah, we're we'd sponsoring love to hear from you. the show. Uh, you can we hit us up on the Discord. Or wherever the fuck you really want. We're everywhere, but Discord's the place to be. You know, it's, it's get an app on your phone and just join our Discord channel. That's all you need. Fuck everyone yeah, else. Just They're get cunts. stuck in. And and, and it, let it be known as well that I, I when I'm saying these things, I am not shitting on video games as a concept. Like I, no. I love I love video games as much we as I did when I was a six or seven. Podcast every exactly. week. If we just didn't saying, love video games, you need to think about why you're buying stuff and get a little bit more creative with your your tastes. To be honest, because. Uh, then you're going to find the fun. Uh, and unfortunately, it's being made more and more difficult because of essentially like corporate reasons. Um, it, you can't just go out and buy it. You know, it used to be, you know, a, it, not that long ago that you'd go out and look at the top 20 video games and there'd probably be like 15 there that I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I want that. Um, yeah. And now I look at the top 20 video games and uh, uh, that's not the case because there's a lot of generic bullshit I don't want to play. I've played it already. I've played it already. Exactly, exactly. So, you know. But luckily, buddy, you're gone. No, I was just saying, that's why I enjoy stuff like Wreckfest that's different. That's mm. why I've quite enjoyed that play tale this week because it just feels a bit sort of a bit. And, and part of the reason why it feels unique is because it's probably a bit janky and they were, you know, a tiny team trying their desperate best to, to put something out that was yeah, of, makes sense no. of quality. But, yeah. You know, as you, as we've just talked about with um, the the big studios being kind of overextended and going out of their comfort zone you mm. know, with 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 Horizon and with God of War and you know, there's something to that from an artist's art perspective. You know, 
And and people might you, say like, oh, Ash, you're playing Gears Five. It's like the sixth one that has been out. Like, I haven't played a, a Gears. I haven't completed a Gears game since Gears Two, which no. was ten years ago, maybe more. But also, it's it's Game Pass, and you do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, obviously, I got to do. It makes it, you know you're not forking out fifty five quid for that. And no, I'm not. Fuck no. I don't. I, I don't do remember. That. You know, I'm crazy. <laughs> no. So, but if it's yeah. there, I'll fucking play it. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, luckily, buddy, later on in the show, um, because well, we've been blabbering on for like 20 minutes there for whatever, uh, we've got some reviews on we other do. games from other people that aren't ours that might not have our jaded views about AAA titles. <laughs> Absolutely. Some of them will, some of them won't. Uh, and yeah. one of those reviews is uh, of eFootball Pez 2020, <gasps> which uh, is, will conclude go. my news section with this little tidbit, buddy. There so uh, uh, lots of folk are a bit put out that the Pez 2020 final release doesn't play like the demo did, a.k.a. as well as the demo did. Um, this is something I fell foul of last year because I thought that the demo felt really good. Uh, and then when the game came out, it didn't feel as good. And here's why. It's the same reason that the, this has happened this year. Konami has announced that uh, there are going to be a series of patches to make what? the game feel better. Oh. Um, and apparently the team was focused <sighs> on bug fixing rather than getting the final codes to the polish of the demo code, essentially. So they had old code, which felt great, but had bugs with it. Um since that demo was signed off, they've been fixing the bugs to the detriment of the gameplay, which they've yet to soup up and fix to the degree that, the, the, as well as the demo played. That's if that makes sense, which it, it vaguely does. Um, basically, to fix all the bugs, the the game's worse. Um, so, <laughs> uh, players complaining about a lack of responsiveness from players. Um, the AI defensive and midfield positional sense. I've seen some, there's some interesting videos floating around, especially with defenders essentially ignoring the football. <laughs> like you just That's dribble brilliant. past them. They just stand there or even yeah. back away. Um, lots of weird shit. Uh, one patch is live already and early signs are that it's improved. Certainly the responsiveness of things um, and that they're still working on it. But again, it's just another case of a, a video game coming out that isn't finished, um, and them asking for your hard end. So Here's your money, you, and we we might fix it. We'll discount this in three weeks uh, when it's fixed. Oh, so, so uh, yeah, and again, I don't know. Uh, I I've heard very mixed things about this. Uh, in the same way that Pez is always like it's got such like weak points to it, but at the same time. When it when it works, it's a fantastic game. Um, and friendly neighborhood funk will be back later in the show to uh, give us his little rundown of his early impressions because he uh, bit the bullet and went for it. And um, crazy so we'll mofo. See. Yeah, we'll see what he thinks <laughs> later on. But uh, for the time being, buddy, that's my news. I think it's time for me to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Uh, and that, of course, is Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Cheers, buddy. New app this week. So, I don't know how this is going. Um... 
quite a bit, to be honest. This is coming. It tells me when this is. This is news from the 11th of September. GameStop is uh, in America is closing 200 stores following another quarter of dismal sales. Physical sales, a bad known fact. Gibbons. Uh, Universal Studios' long-awaited Nintendo theme park is set to open in Japan next spring. Would you go to that? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're in Japan, you wouldn't. You wouldn't go to Japan just for that, would you? No, no, no I wouldn't. No. But if I was there, I'd certainly consider it. Yeah. Yeah, I did so. Uh, Discord <laughs> Nitro Games, like you know, Discord, and had like some sort of games on it where you could buy them. Uh, it's going away next month because most users weren't even playing them. You know, that's pretty bad. That is quite bad. <laughs> See, when they first announced this, I thought, "Fucking hell, they've got something good here." You know, like they they could absolutely smash it because the amount of people that use Discord is ridiculous like in the gaming community because it is the best tool for communicating. Uh, the chat's fantastic. I mean, apart from that one time where it failed us miserably, uh, we're doing video chat on it right now. That's on the live stream. Uh, you can see what it looks like. It's pretty decent. It's not bad. I mean, we've got shit webcams, so that's probably why it looks so bad. Yeah, I, I refuse to turn a light on. That doesn't help. No, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but like, we, we don't get dropouts or cutouts or anything like no, that. It's, no, no, it's, it's crystal clear. Yeah. Uh, and also, we're on it. The JFG Podcast, come and check us out. Sponsored um, by us. Yeah, so they're, they're, that's that's going away. I don't know if it's going to be play, uh, replaced or, or whatever. They'll probably think of something else anyway. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one. Um, the beta, I think, is, is it out this weekend or something? I'm not sure. But it's adding 32 versus 32 ground war mode. Um, that's going to be a bit mental. I don't know if that's their kind of replacement for Battle Royale. 32 people versus 32 people. Fuck knows how big the maps are. I really haven't read about it. It was just a, a thing that I was like, wow. That's a lot of people playing against each other in Call of Duty. But apparently... I mean, I haven't done any research on this. I think I watched maybe a minute clip of it. But people were saying, by people, I mean one person, uh, <laughs> he said that it's uh, more realistic, like the shooting on this, compared to your arcade run-and-gun kind of Black Ops 4-ish, 5-ish, or whatever it was. I don't know, 3, 4? Yeah, 4 was the last one, yeah. wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I... It's, might be interesting, but, you know, probably not. We'll see what happens. Uh, Borderlands 3 has major performance issues on every platform because, you know, people weren't allowed to talk about that in their reviews, I guess. With the No. Uh, uh, I can if if the out. game is has a hundred bugs in it, then you can't talk about any of them because you don't know which 30 will remain. It's, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, Reports of lots of frame rate issues um, being have have uh, all over on all platforms, which I isn't mean, great. I mean, yeah, go on. The game's media at this point is just an absolute fucking joke. <laughs> it's just a just a fucking joke. Like if they weren't before, like you're being a hundred percent funded by adverts for the things you're allegedly reviewing. 
Oh yeah. Your news your news feed is just a selection of fucking oh look this character's coming to Mortal Kombat. You can buy it for eight pounds. Mm. And then you finally read a review. It doesn't even mention any of the fucking modes that the game has. No. It's like, oh, I didn't. I felt like this as a win on a winter's morn as I exited my apartment. I felt a little bit like I do when playing Dark Souls Three. There's no fucking insight there into what you're getting for your money. Yeah, it's brilliant. Fucking like they're poets. It's just like. Yeah. Fuck that, buddy. Tell the hard Sorry. truth. I've been I'm, I'm, I'm been not a literate. A lot tonight. No, no, Jesus. mate. I mean, we have our like every so often we just go fucking bananas, and I, yeah. I feel like we deserve to because you know, as, right. as consumers, that's our right. Why does not a single Pez review mention the fact that they've released a game that they're now calling eFootball to make it in line with eSports. There know. are no additional multiplayer modes in that video game, and it's already completely sparse to the point where there's no matchmaking for more than three players at a time. Despite the fact that the game has an 11v11 mode, there's no matchmaking for that. You just have to sit in a room and wait for it to fill up. How can that not be mentioned in a review for a game that has (laughs) rebranded itself as a fucking multiplayer game? I don't know. Why can't I find that out? Before, (laughs) or when, when the game comes out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It baffles me. I'm done. It's like at the moment. <laughs> See you, buddy. I'll finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> Bring us home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know how everyone loves a good game launcher on PC. I mean, I, I could I could do with more. I don't know about yeah. you, buddy, but you know, yeah. Battle.net, Uplay, Origin. Yeah. You want twenty Steam, running in the background at all times. Epic. Really. Guild, Guild Wars 2, uh, yeah. Xbox. Yep. Uh, I, th- I think that's it that I've got installed. <laughs> but now, luckily, I can install one more, buddy. And that is Rockstar. Rockstar are making their own game launcher. <laughs> Famous for their complete lack of support for PC users. Yeah, but no. Rockstar now requires a fucking client. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, good news, though, if you do install it right meow, um, you get GTA San Andreas for free. So oh. I'll fucking do it. Because, you, you know, free stuff. Yeah. Finally, nice. buddy. I, I guess this is a good news story. I don't really know. Um, yeah, it is, because it's about the environment. There we go. Football okay. Manager 2020 opts for eco-friendly cardboard game case. There you go, Lovely. buddy. Um, Gamesindustry.biz reported on the series New Duds yesterday. Whatever. I don't know what that means. Uh, Lovely. With Sega quoted as saying, the Switch will save about 22 metric tons of plastic. That's quite a lot of plastic. That is a lot. Yeah. If that sounds like a lot, it's equal to about 360,000 physical copies sold at 55 grams of plastic per standard case, which is about right for a global, uh, global bestseller like Football Manager, they say. There you go. Save so, the dolphins. Yeah. yeah, the packaging is 100% recycled cardboard sleeves, and itself is also 
recyclable. See, when I read that, because I just, uh, I didn't see game case at the end. I just saw football manager 2020 ops for eco-friendly. And that was it. I was like, eco-friendly what? I was like, what? How's is the disc? Is the disc recyclable? Is that, is that how it works? Or to be honest, yeah. the cheapest way to sell it would just be on a bit of cardboard with a code. Just saying. If you really wanted well, to go all the way. Yeah, I mean, you put the disc into your computer, It you install the game. Um, That's using uh, energy, more power. Yeah. It writes it writes some sort of uh, like little cheeky kernel, uh, yeah. and uh, and then you uh, the disc oh. can be removed and dissolves in water. You can That's, eat it, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can eat Edible. it. Edible. You can send it to, yeah, like some sort of charity for starving people. Yeah, and then they can eat it, saving yeah. the world twice over. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Just an idea. It's what we do here. That's what we do. So there you go, buddy. There's my news favourite things of this week. New app did well, I feel. It certainly did, and thanks so much, buddy. That was compelling and rich. Uh, I enjoyed welcome. your news, and before that was my news, uh, and that, ladies Which and I enjoyed. was the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out this week. Probably filled with microtransactions, the crazy pay to win mechanics. Because fuck you all. It's fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you Shit. What the fuck is that game? Cat Quest 2? Yeah. Uh, it's a smash hit, buddy. A slam dunk <laughs> defunct. Figure it out if you got that feeling. It's Cat Quest 2. It's on PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. It it's runs Cat on the Quest Switch. 2. No way. It's out on the Switch. I don't know how they're going to get it running on there, but uh, apparently they are. Uh, because it's out this week. So, uh, yeah, Cat Quest 2. I played the demo of Cat Quest. Uh, it was... Um, it was an RPG, but you're a cat. Right. Also out this week, Contra Rogue Corps, or Contra, Corps, depending in, on whether you're in the UK or... Is in the really old game no. Contra? Yep. Right, uh, cool. Contra Rogue Corps, Corps, Corps. PS4, Xbox One and Switch. That's out this week. Uh, it's uh, everyone's, everyone's favourite sequel, the game no one asked for. All wanted. The Surge Two arrives oh. on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So um, I've got the Surge, the original. Uh, it was on uh, PS Plus, was it? Yeah, it was. So also this week we got Mario Kart <laughs> Tour. Uh, that's out on <laughs> iOS and Android. Um, why not? I mean, it won't run on my phone, but maybe it'll, it'll be full of microtransactions. That's why not, buddy. Yeah, hopefully there'll be loot crates in there. Mario Kart Tour 18. To be honest, Um, if you think about Mario back in the day, it was one of the original ones to have the the loot box with the old... uh, Actually, no, fuck that. It just had straight-up gambling in it. Because, you know, you you hit the fucking brick and then you had the three things spinning like a slot machine. That's fine if you're not paying real money for the privilege. That's true. If it's just in-game, it's just good fun. Gibbons. Uh, Code Vein arrives on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, it uh, does. It is 
uh, an action RPG from Bandai Namco uh, with a bit of a Dark Souls whiff about it. So, mm. yeah, there you go. That's there if you want that. Uh, Dragon Quest 7-5 arrives on what? Switch. Is that far? I thought is it that was 7S? I think that's 7S. Sorry. Uh, Game Informer <laughs> have um, updated their website so that I can't copy and paste their yeah, fucking listing see. of dates anymore. That's nice. Uh, so I've started taking screen grabs instead because fuck you, Game Informer. You yeah. sell out bitches. So, uh, yeah. Thanks very much for your list. Um, and then finally this week, buddy, <laughs> FIFA 20 uh, is coming out uh, on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's time to abandon the ultimate team you've spent £8,000 on and start creating your new ultimate team. Which I'm going to invest this year in yeah, a really good absolutely. team. Incidentally, uh, the Eurogamer review of Pez... Uh, criticising heavily the fact that the equivalent of ultimate team, my club... Um, you get he played it for like three hours and he already had like a a team of like eighty eight plus players. Oh, like, that's yeah. terrible! He's just said like fuck off. So some people were saying like I can't believe you're like having a go at the game for not being grindy. Yeah, and then other other people were saying. Um, what's the point of this game mode if there's no progression? If you can just get to the end in the first week, what are you supposed to do for the rest of the year? And then other people saying, stop playing my club mode. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a mixture of things there. But anyway, uh, FIFA's out uh, this week. Yeah. If, uh, if that's what you want to do with yourself and your money. Um, Quick question. Yep. So we roughly do 54 of these out this week's a year, yeah? Yep. Out of those 54, how many do you enjoy? Not because we take the piss, because there's good games coming out. <laughs> well, it's very rare that there's good games coming out. Um, there's usually at least one good game coming out. I'm, I am, for some inexplicable reason, genuinely interested in The Surge 2. Oh, I thought no you were going to say Crack why... Quest 2 then. I was like, fucking hell, this guy. No, no. Uh, losing his marbles. Fuck itself. <laughs> um, no, The Surge 2, for some reason, buddy. Uh, I just felt like The Surge, the original Surge, even though it was shite. Mm. Um, had something. There was, there was something there. Mm. Um, but warmth. I'm sure that, you know... Who knows whether they've improved that game um, for its sequel. I don't know. I don't know why it exists at all. No, I don't either. Either way, buddy, that is out this week. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Has he got any questions, buddy? Uh, He's just got one thing and one alone for us, buddy, and I I did ask him specifically because he's uh, currently the only person I know who's bought the the new version of Pez, which is uh, eFootball. Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, buddy. Um, And this is what Funk says about it. Pretty much the same as the last one in terms of how it looks. Maybe a tiny bit better. 
but it does play like a dream to me. Maybe because because we've played FIFA since March. <laughs> it just feels really good. Uh, the refs don't seem quite as harsh as in the demo. That was I love the harsh. way you have to play the way you are facing or the ball skews away at weird angles and you feel like anything could happen. I've had the ball hit me in the butt from facing the wrong way. Nice. Just how it bounces around in the box and off people at funny angles is cool. Uh, quite enjoyed starting to build up some players ready for my club too. I love so, yeah. my club. There you go. Uh, it's it's a decent review from the Funk. Um, I think they have, as I said, some of the issues that were there at launch, uh, they had kind of fixed. He did send me a message uh, as he fired it up the day that he bought it, saying that uh, as he loaded the game, there were sort of like eight consecutive menus all apologising oh, for really? the state that the game is in. <laughs> Just like, uh, we are aware that the squads aren't up to date. We're sorry about that. And so that's on. Just, that's a, just a database, though, surely. Like, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, well, it shows it shows how much they build off of the previous iteration. Yeah. That the previous iterations teams are the teams that uh, are there when the game launches. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I, I've played I've played the, the demo extensively, uh, and I really enjoy it. Um, but it, this game has no more modes than the last game. It's the same. It's terrible. I mean, the AI is allegedly a lot better in terms of the way it mixes things up. Um, and I think that this is probably a game that I will want to pick up when it hits, you know, 25 quid. Yeah, man. Because I it's know that I'll get to do. a huge amount of, of yeah. joy out of it. Um, but yeah, Funk's taken the plunge, so he's kind of responsible for building up the My Club team at this point because, as you'll remember from the previous version of Pez and something that's still the same on this one, there is no matchmaking. And if you want to play with your friends... Uh, you can load it up for matchmaking up to three people. Um, but if you select uh, a Premier League three. football team, like let's just take Leicester as an example, uh, and you matchmake to just play another match against another group of people, then there it is no won't. filter between the real world teams and the My Club Super Dream teams. So you're just constantly match made against teams of. Ronaldo, Messi, um, yeah, and, yeah. and there's nothing you can do about that except a not play the game, which obviously you've bought it, so maybe that's not the option. <laughs> that's not the road you want to trek on down. Yeah. Or build your own my club team in the hope that you can make a team good enough that you can vaguely compete with the starlets on show. Uh, yeah, from the other people <laughs> the only who may thing- or may not be spending real world money to yeah. uh, to, to get there. The only thing I can say about that is was luckily that you and the Funk played that game enough to have a decent squad, whereas I just rocked up and I managed to get like a few free spins on, on the fucking wheel. Managed to grab like three decent players and I would just play those three players all the time and you would fill everything else up, which was quite handy, to be honest. It did work, but mm. what it, what it really means is that and this is something that I read from uh, someone who's a big fan of the game uh, today. The the way that they balance the game um, is not based on a My Club Dream team. So the speed of Pez and the way that the players control the ball and so on and so forth, they base that on you know a four star, four and a half star team because that's the way that you get a balanced um, feel for a football game across all the different levels of teams that are in it. 
But as soon as every game you're playing is with a super, super team of 90s against a yeah. super, super team of 90s, then, the mechanics suffer, the gameplay suffers, yes. because it's faster than it was designed to be. The players have better control than they're supposed to, and the whole thing's just ski-whiff. So it's detrimental, if anything, to the balancing of the game. And a lot of people saying your best bet on PES is to just play league mode. Don't even play Master League. No. Just play Premier League seasons of the existing teams and just enjoy the gameplay. Um, And it just comes down to how much perceived progression you want, I suppose. Yeah. But but yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, Funk's enjoying himself. I'm sure we'll pick this up at some point and and get stuck in as well, probably after a couple more patches and a price drop. But... uh, I'm sure we'll have more to say about it at some point, buddy. But thanks Give very much, much, Funk, for getting stuck in there. Cheers, buddy. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter or at justforgamers.co.uk. Now it's time for JFG Street Beats. You got a question we wanna know? Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beats. Street Beat. We wanna know. Get on the show. Get on the show. We've had uh, some some cheeky bits and bobs from the Discord this week, and uh, also a review from JJ that we basically completely forgot about. Um, we did, and uh, we should have we should have mentioned it on the show ages ago. Uh, so we're bringing it to you now. We've got a review from JJ and a review from Cosmic Dad, buddy. Woo! So uh, here we go. JJ says, "So I bought the ropey remnant <laughs> from the ashes. It's a good start. It's, good. it's a great start. <laughs> really enjoying it. Multiplayer has worked flawless." Only a couple of crashes, pretty challenging, and better quality and content than most AAA titles of late. It will end up grindy to level up all the gear, but the way it uses a player's campaign is interesting. You can co-op through the campaign, but it's only the player who hosts. Any story items have to be redeemed on the host session, and then you have that item in your account. The story has different choices, so your buddy can host the next playthrough to get the gear you missed. It's procedurally oh, cool. generated, so it keeps it somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. Still a $40 game, so it's not a massive game, but pretty damn solid. And it sounds quite interesting. That's that's quite interesting the way they do that with the uh, story mechanics, isn't it? Yeah. Like, mixing it up a little bit. I so don't know. I think the, the, the fact that he says that it's procedurally generated kind of makes it a bit better, I would say. If it was like a story mission and it's the same thing, and you run for it, and only like the host gets all the gear, and then you've got to do that exact same story mission again for the other player to get the gear or whatever that kind of thing. It, that would be a massive ball like, but yeah, like he says, keeps it fresh, which is nice. Definitely, and only forty dollars, obviously. So what's that here? Thirty-five, thirty quid. I don't know. Yeah, I don't 30, know, I don't know how much. Yeah, it's got to be about that. Isn't it? So yeah, once again, pretty- that that lower tier price like Wreckfest. <gasps> nice. Mid-level bargains. I swear it's that. Pretty cheeky. Givens. So uh, thanks very much for that, JJ. Uh, and then uh, Cosmic Dad in the Discord this week. He's been playing uh, 
some Fire Emblem, and this is what he's got to say about it. Uh, so, Fire Emblem Three Houses is a combination of XCOM turn-based team battles, Persona-style character relationships, and typical JRPG world exploration and quests, all in one package. It sounds ridiculous, but the loop has you going through each type of gameplay, and you want to achieve all you can, because it immediately impacts the next stage. I'm 11 hours in now, and I'm still getting tutorials, much like Persona. Yeah. One of the first things you can do is buy a character flowers on their birthday. Nice. But once you complete one of the JRPG quests, you can choose the flowers or invite them to tea, which is basically a pick-the-right-answer minigame. <laughs> if you get the right answer, you get a perfect tea time char- and character relationship bonuses. So that that came out <laughs> like in the in the first thing. Like he mentioned, that he'd be playing uh, Fire Emblem Three, blah blah blah, and he got a perfect tea time. I googled Fire Emblem Three and found like like the the JRPG kind of hack and slash game, and then I saw also saw like the the turn based XCOM style thing. And I, was, I, t- I think I sent a message like, I don't really know what this game is. Is it this? Is it this? Or is it a golf game? A golf game? Because you mentioned tea times. And obviously, yeah, it's, it's nothing to do with yeah. golf. <laughs> Gibbons. Yeah. That sounds quite funny. Um, uh, he, he finishes off by saying, it all sounds completely bonkers when you try to explain it. But in Fire Emblem world, it just seems to flow really nicely. Yeah. Uh, you know that I want to save and quit, but I've just got to feeling you get with games like Stardew Valley. It just, has that in yeah. spades. But the great it's, thing is, you can practically save anywhere at any time. Yeah, it's like the characters sieve. are <laughs> the characters are all really well written and fully voiced. From the timid, scared of everything girl to the complete asshole of a future prime minister, enjoying it a lot. That sounds cool. really genuinely yeah. quite interesting. That sounds good. Um, like I, I really enjoyed like the characters and the weird shit in Persona. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, we've been talking all night about how games aren't being kind of creative and unique, and uh, this yeah, sounds like there's all this kind of stuff out the there. Perfect as well. tonic, really. Yeah, so, and that's it. You know, uh, and. That's it, you know. I, I, I guess like a lot of our listeners, well, at least two of our listeners, kind of like they like to venture out and try new things, which is which is good. Uh, I, I think it's always worth doing. And once again, with Game Pass, it's very easy to do that because there's a lot of random shit on there. Which, yeah, I mean, on the, on the podcast, we've mentioned quite a few various different things from like text adventures to whatever, like Gears Five and um. What was the the thingy man, whatever it is, a journey? Was it the the two D platformer, not platformer, puzzle game that you played? Old man's journey, was it called? Oh yeah, old man's journey. Yeah, that you was, know, uh, there, there's a plethora of games on on that platform. Yeah, well, they just keep adding more stuff all the time as well. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that Contagion, and um, yeah, there's lots of just lots of interesting things. It's nice to fire up a console. Uh, once a week and there'll be two or three new games on there and you might be interested you might not mm. and um for your subscription you don't feel like you need to need to do anything you know mm. it's just about the right price point for me where you know oh look there's some new content if i fancy it but i've got more than enough to be getting on with i mean uh, there's several games i've played this week that i didn't even talk about um 
on the <laughs> Xbox, just stuff that I just play a just little try, bit. On. Yeah, you try these things out. Yeah, and yeah. It, you know, obviously, it is a subscription based thing. Uh, how much is it? Like ten pound a month or something? Twelve pound a month? Uh, I think I'm paying eight. Eight pound. So yeah, you don't have to pay eight, eight pound a nine. month. You can go on sites like CDKeys.co.uk. I picked up three months for twelve pounds the other day. Yeah. So that's four pound a month there, which is nothing. And that's Ultimate, which includes live Game Pass and PC Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, so, that's you know, if you've got a, yeah, if you've got a PC and an Xbox, then happy days. You're all good. Gibbons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say thanks for those guys sticking it in the Discord again, as always, and fucking yeah, awesome, awesome dudes. Gibbons buddies, thanks so much. And uh, if you want to get involved, buddies, then uh, head over to the jfgpodcast.co.uk. You can find a link to our Discord there, or just have a, head over to Twitch and search the JFG Podcast. Uh, you'll find us there, along with uh, anyone else that we've chosen to rip off several years uh, into our tenure as the JFG yeah. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, get stuck in. It's always nice to hear from people, and uh, certainly enriches the show as well. So thank you very much. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 227. What the fuck are we going to do now? Jesus. There is a new sale, but there's nothing on it. I've looked. It's not no. worth it. I don't know. what's going on. Can't play a bit of Wreckfest, mate, I reckon. That could happen. That could, could happen. be something that I'm willing to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe. Okay. Well, lovely stuff. Mm. What a treat. Something to look forward to, if you will. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us, buddies. Uh, it's been a pleasure as ever. And uh, we'll be back next time. Uh, and next time will be my last one for a couple of weeks, I suppose, because I'm going to be abroad. So Yeah, uh, what yeah. the fuck am I going to do? I don't know. I'll do something, maybe. Yeah. If well, you're lucky. I mean, you're certainly doing your streaming and so on anyway. That's true. So, I uh, just integrate it with that. Do a little yeah. half-hour show. Be like... Check it. Yeah. Who knows? Fucking sweet as the proverbial. Whatever. Oh, well, lovely. Uh, thanks so much, buddies. We'll catch you next week anyway. And uh, until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to mixer.com, aka beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Mm